raps in the rain with cocaine. Used to write raps in the traps as I sat in the rain and I prayed that God give me a lane. Welcome back, y'all. Two episodes in two weeks. Yeah. We've got a special guest with us today. Sure do. The one, the only, Nick Livingston, a.k.a. Dick Lickingstone, a.k.a. Dick Givingston, a.k.a. The OG Cat Daddy, a.k.a. Richmond's shorter version of me. I wish I was a little bit taller. A.k.a. Cat Peach, a.k.a. Young Thungus. <laughs> how do, uh, young I, Thungus I, with the Brungus. I, 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 I almost hesitate to ask how Young Thungus is a... It's a nickname that one acquires. Uh, you know, I don't ask questions. I just take what's handed to me. All right, is, I look is, at attitude. Is this, is this a nickname Shane gave you? No, actually. This is an answer nickname. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. So, so, for context, Nick and I were roommates on more than one occasion. Yeah. Yeah. Down in the trap house, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a lively <laughs> bunch of people at one point, yeah. Yeah, I was the only constant in that house. You were, yeah. From the time that y'all got it to the time that that house was vacated and hopefully demolished. Unfortunately not demolished, uh, refurbished on the inside. She put carpet upstairs. That seems like a huge mistake. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. And on that staircase that's like a foot wide, I don't know. Yes. It's, 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 I've fallen down that before. I, am I broke a stair. You did break a stair. And you're not even that fat. It wasn't. It wasn't even because Damn. I was fat. <laughs> Subtle shade. <laughs> oh, I've said much worse on this podcast. <laughs> David, as he pulls out his knife, threatening me. Um, so, how long have you known David then? Oh shit! Uh, I guess at this point that'll be coming up on. Coming up on ten years. Coming up on ten, yeah. Since like fall of two thousand ten. What was mm-hmm. your first initial reaction to David Hart when you met him? David's a grower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the common thread. I've yeah, heard. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It took me a while to get hip to it, but now I'm, uh, I, I can't yeah. imagine not. Yeah, I was, a, I was a particular kind of person freshman year. <laughs> we were all particular kinds we of people. We were all awful. Isn't that what college is sort of for, to figure out you're a particular person and then have to work out the kinks after that? Uh, yeah, I guess kind of. I didn't figure it out till after I dropped out. So, the first time. <laughs> Third time. <laughs> School spirit, motherfucker. Now, in- inspire the youth by telling you your decision-making into doing that. I just didn't think I was good at school, so I was like, fuck this, dude, I'm out. I'm going to sell beer forever. I, I can speak for David and myself. We both considered doing that at one point or another. Yeah. Uh, we both, like you, didn't like school. I don't think anyone does. I mean, there's some sick, twisted some, individuals some out serious there. serious type A's who yeah. yeah. love that shit. Oh, the Civil War. This is interesting. Nah, son, this is boring. Nah, that ain't me. <laughs> Okay. What impact does this have on me? Nothing, Turns man. Out. If it didn't happen ten, if it didn't happen ten minutes ago, it doesn't matter. Turns out that, you know, people love their participation trophies. Yeah. Which, happy, which by the way, happy Father's Day to everyone yes. listening. We're recording this for some reason on Father's Day. A.K.A. Destiny's Daddies. Instead of spending time with our fathers. Well, mine lives in Maine. Yes. Mine, I have no excuse. Mine is... <laughs> yeah, you don't. Mine is downstairs, so yes, I should be spending more time with him theoretically, but... Well, I'm dragging all of you down with me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, my, I, I put a phone call into my father this morning, and uh, would you know it, it got contentious. Yeah. It got contentious? Yeah. We had a, f- a phone call with my father. Shocking, I know. Yeah. It's... We uh, we were talking about the Women's World Cup, which we'll get to later. Um, of course it was over But my dad and I were... T- we were talk- my dad was saying that he thought the, the U.S. women had run up the score and maybe we should have kicked the ball around a little more. To which I responded, that's the most insanely disrespectful thing I can imagine anyone yeah. doing on the athletic field. Most disrespectful! Let me just rub in the fact that I'm better than you in an entirely different, more honestly demoralizing way. Yeah, true. 
even if they had not run up the score, I mean, either way, it's, it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's true. They're in a lose-lose. Like, people are going to think they're disrespectful one way or the yeah, other. Exactly. But respect is earned, and the Thailand women's national soccer team clearly didn't earn any yeah. in that game. Yeah, Thailand, you know what? I don't know where you're where you are, where you're from, probably Thailand, but you know what? You got a problem with it? Get a better soccer team. That's, that's and they're working on it. Yeah, that's true. They're still recovering from a late 90s currency crisis. Give them, give them, <laughs> give them some good, slack. That's a good poll for a show that does not pride itself on intelligence. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to get some deep in-depth economic analysis from the one Jadikulous. Oh. So is that what you do? You do money stuff? No. Uh, that's what he's going back to I mean, I pour for. beer for money, but uh, yeah. that counts. Going, going back to school to uh, do. So then um, what was your mindset of deciding to go back? Uh, I was like, maybe I don't want to work in bars forever. I think ultimately it was just going to be one of those things where like, I just needed to get all that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one day you'd like to have a salary and paid time off. That's that's what got me. Days. Paid time off and uh, employer provided insurance were the two things that I was like, you know what, that'd be pretty pretty sweet pretty actually. Yeah. So where are you going back to school? Uh, right now I'm at J. Sarge which is a community college down in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully be transferring into U of R by next fall because apparently it would be free. Really? Oh, it's going to be free? It would be free. I remember you saying it was significantly cheaper than VCU. Like, to the point where I wouldn't pay for it, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, that is a power move. Yeah. Well, which is why I would pick up a second major there. If I'm going for free, I might as well. Yeah. No, man. Absolutely. David, what was your first reaction when you met Nick back in the day? Um. Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, I thought Nick was a prep school little little prep school bitch and boom like dynamite dang <laughs> like <laughs> that's just i like i saw so much of the like the the types of kids in high school who i just absolutely hated in nick but then he i like spent some time with him you know we kept i kept running into him at parties uh and he was playing with a dear friend of mine and nick's as well uh logan who was the like connection between the two of us yeah more than anything else um, and, I don't know, we, like, we started to get along. Nine years later. Exactly. Yeah, we are. We're doing a podcast like, together. You know, it, it truly, it truly was, you know, a, a connection on, like, music, pop culture, sports. Shit talking. Shit talking. <laughs> Lots Clearly. of shit talking. Oh, yeah. So, I was gonna say, this is a gift for us anytime we have a fan of the show on the show. Nick, you're one of the few regular listeners, not few, we actually have decent numbers now, but... I do. Nick I is a do. regular listener. Uh, I, man, I have to. I have to take it in in lumps because just there's so many times when I catch myself yelling at my TV or uh, my car when David's talking about something, and there are there are a lot of talking points where I'm like, oh, of course you fucking brought that up. Right. I knew you were just. And I, hey, hey, I, I, I'm the same way where it's like, all right, you know what? Let's just. David needs to get it out of his system. <laughs> this is good. It's like when I go on a rant about Barry Bonds, David knows this is therapeutic. So like Bernie do... Sanders, he just repeats soothing phrases. Yes, over that's and right. over. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little more I'm a little more mobile than Bernie is. Not much. Also true. Bernie because we look at Bernie's like 76, 77, so you are a svelte twenty nine. Yes, but it should be noted that Bernie's looked like that since birth. Yeah. So <laughs> Bernie was born with like the bald I'm holding on to my hair. My His okay. first word was billionaires. <laughs> No, Billy, no, no, no. I propose. Okay. 
Also, again, with the finger lag. Happy, happy Father's Day to my dad. But my dad, for a long time, has had. I think it's his generation's thing. Had the Bernie Sanders thing of like he's been bald, legit bald for twenty years, and was just holding on to that back of the hair. And I blame Jason Alexander. You know why? Yeah, it's that's true. Jason Alexander can get away with it because he's, you know, he was a big successful actor on a big successful show, and the character was just supposed to be such a self-absorbed right. numbskull. Meanwhile, I mean, we talk about hair loss a surprising amount on the show, I think because I'm obsessed with the fact that my hair is thinning day by day. Oh, I'm sure it's coming my way, too. I mean, what is it, like, most dudes now or something like that? Or at least a plurality. You don't look like you've had any sort of receding of the hairline, though. You would see it. You're, you're, your, I, you're what, 37? Grandpa on your mom's side. Yes. He's still got hair? But Shane brought this up, uh, my current roommate. My father has quite possibly the strongest genes known to mankind. <laughs> I tell him at least once a month that if the goal of procreation is to carry your genes on into the future, he has done an outstanding job. I'm your genetic jackhammer! Yeah, all of you, Nick and his three siblings all look basically the same in the face. Nuclear sperm. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. well, that's it, what, it is terrifying, and they all look exactly like his father. And I don't think Ellen, I, I, people have said, I don't think I look like my sister or my brother that much. Like people have said, we had similar eyes. It's in the eyes and the ears. Yeah, I think you kind of see some similarities, brother. We now we sound the exact same, which is a little alarming to people when they hear this deep baritone voice, which some people find attractive or interesting, and some people find boring and monotonous. But you hear it in three different men in the family, and it can get a little tedious. So they're just harmonizing. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Ah, true. We should start a tenor. You you are you are a reverse. Uh, barbershop quartet. Ooh, mm, there we Ooh. go. It's all the voices getting lower instead of. Should we start a barbershop quartet for this show? No, it would be us two, maybe Colin and Nick. Who can sing? Actually, out of all the people, Colin have, could engineer it. Quinn can sing, so we can actually have her, you know, best part of this. I'm trying to think of who we've had on the show who could sing. I think it's only Quinn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, Jake can swing. Uh, can swing. He can sing a little. So we might get that as a barbershop quartet. Maybe, maybe not. So. How is Richmond as a city to live in? Because that's where Nick lives. That's it is. Uh... Born and bred? No, no. I mean, I've spent most of my life living within an hour of Richmond. Funnily enough, but uh, it's like a slightly less diverse Nova, uh, where everything is approximately half the price and uh, twice well, as far. I don't know. As a if you're a white male with dark hair. Which we all black rimmed glasses, a beard, and you're wearing black jeans. You are exactly one out of every three people. Well, in I was going to say until you said black tattoos. jeans. Yeah. Oh, oh actually, there are two. maybe gauges. So not as many as you'd think. I have three tattoos, and that's almost considered not being tattooed. Describe and describe your tattoos. Uh, for the, the you know create a visual experience for the listener. A visual experience. Uh. Well, I've got the outline of the state of Virginia. Um, Commonwealth. The Commonwealth of Virginia. Okay, there. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes in, we're already <laughs> Just Commonwealth. <laughs> uh, I have a Rebel Alliance tattoo on my forearm, and uh, on his left hand, because that's his jerking hand. Yes. Oh, uh, true. My Nick's dominant a, hand, actually. Nick's a lefty. I think it is Nick's the first lefty yeah. we've had on the show. Which means that uh, in some in some cultures, means uh, we have to kill you. Yeah, I know. Well, also, I'll probably die before both of you. On account that's of that. true. If you know, 
No I, other variables. We, we were talking about yes, this, all <laughs> things being equal. We were talking about this last night at dinner. Um, I live a very boring lifestyle, and I'm probably going to outlive everyone, but to the point where it's not going to be fun for Or me. you're going to die first. Yeah, I'm going to die at 45 being hit by a bus. As David said, <laughs> I'm going to be wearing my headphones, not paying attention, and a bus is going Wham! to swipe, swipe me out in a cruel twist of fate that I will have had no fun. He will, he will, he will, have, he will be leaving the gym. Yeah. Like, leaving from a place where he's bettering himself physically. Wait. Alternate theory, during an episode of this podcast, David will finally say something that actually gives you an aneurysm, and you will drop dead. <laughs> You're going to be last episode of this podcast will be David screaming, oh my god, oh my god, somebody call help. <laughs> and then he's like, how are we going to edit this episode, Jack? And I don't, and I just put it out. <laughs> Just fade out with little John saying what's happening, and then that's it. That's all. That's all she wrote. Oh, that would actually be my dream: is to die on the podcast and, and go out. The, the the song playing at the end, the closing montage of Jack's best moments is undercut by "It's Raining Men." It's Hallelujah! Men. It's Raining Men. The best. It's, is there name five better songs than "It's Raining Men"? Name five. Just five. I know it's an opinion-based thing, but just name five, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> it's an opinion, but I will tell you if you're factually correct or not. Uh, Opinions like, uh, can be wrong. Yes. That, yes. Songs that are... I mean... Wow. See? See? America. When you try to think of five songs better than It's Raining Men, this is the stumpage you get. In the Navy. Oh, God damn, that's close. I... I Brick House. I'll take a short <laughs> Brick House is a fucking banger. Uh, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire is my is going to be my nomination for the best song ever written. We have used um, that as an intro on this podcast. Born to Run. No. It's not better than It's Raining Men. You just want to fuck Bruce Springsteen. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, true. You love Bruce. You and your family. I don't even want, I don't even want to fuck him. I just want him to acknowledge my existence. Yeah. So <laughs> Much like Jack is... Jack but is, the sex would be a bonus, well, wouldn't it? I, you don't want to Shaq has acknowledged Jack has, Yeah, Shaq has acknowledged Jack's existence. So that's like... That uh, my that's top three moment in my life. Shaq's, Shaq's at a peak. The problem is too the fact that Shaq acknowledged my existence without specifically knowing who I am. Being so high on the list of accomplishments is a pretty sad state of almost being twenty seven, um, and that's one of the accomplishments of my life. I think that says more about your perception of that <laughs> than it does about your actual accomplishments. Like. I feel like you could have probably like cured a disease and you'd be like, no, no, no. The best moment of my life. <laughs> Guys, I know Shaq. I acknowledge. I know I cured. I, cu- I cured. Well, I guess, AIDS. Uh, AIDS. <laughs> AIDS. AIDS. And I would be like, hey, listen. That AIDS cure was only responsible because of the power of self-empowerment that Shaquille O'Neal gave me. Jack was a little down on himself. And then... Uh, he used it as a... You, you, look, you're playing the long con. You get the, you get the cure for HIV. You get it to magic. Magic introduces you to Shaq. True, former Lakers. Power play. <laughs> oh my god, this is smart. I hadn't thought of and this. And then you befriend Jeannie Buss and become the GM. All I have to do is go back to school you, and become a doctor, right? All you have to do is, all you have to do is kill Rob Polenka. I think you get an honorary doctorate at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. I, my it's goal, not stopping Kornheiser. My, my other goal at this point is for us to have honorary doctorates because of this podcast from some established university. Like we can even establish a university. Yeah, even a non-established one, just an honorary doctorate uh, even, of humane letters. Okay, alternative life goal, we start a for-profit university. <laughs> it goes against every fiber of David's being, but we make one. Those tend to not turn out too well. I know. And it goes against... Are you thinking you, of one in particular? <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that one, but I am now. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I know it goes against your moral compass, but wouldn't money be fun? Money is fun. That's what... That's the, that's the thing everyone comes to in their life is, yes, this goes against... Yeah, money would be fun, but at the same... Like... Yeah, putting more compass aside, 
It would be a lot of work too. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of moral compai that I have to really part Compasses, with. It's not compai. It's not a Latin word. <laughs> it's know. not octopus. So it's my lot of... turn to jump on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone did it. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I gotta stare down Colin when he tried to. <laughs> <laughs> Colin will eventually just love Colin, but Colin will. Colin's like me. Eventually, Colin's just like, all right, this is not worth whatever. It sounds like Nick is thoroughly for giving the smoke to David. Oh, yeah. There is no thrill in life <laughs> that equals being right. And so on the multiple occasions where David and I disagree, uh-huh. it is, it's a battle for the soul. It really is. What is the biggest, what are some of the biggest arguments slash discussions you two have been involved in? Well, you were fairly conservative when we first met. Fairly at the time, yeah. Actually, I was a libertarian for a while. Yeah, and that was that was my biggest thing. I think I remember telling you when I found out you were a libertarian. It's like, hey, you have you know you you have the political views of a child. Come back when you're yeah. an adult. I wanted to get back on the gold standard at a point, and then I took my first economics course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. I was like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Ben Shapiro isn't right. I don't think Ben Shapiro was a thing then. He was. Oh, really? He was, but he wasn't. He wasn't an independent thing at the time. He was still actually with Breitbart. It's amazing to see how far Breitbart has fallen. Like, they don't have any real writers of any substance anymore. Is it really falling if you just fall down one step, David? True. It's, wow, that was... Yeah, no, it's a stumble. It's a stumble. That sounded like... That's generous. That's, yeah, I mean, the bar is the floor. Yeah. Like the Maharishi said that or something very poetic and deep. Um, Mariska Hargitay, my friend. Yeah. But yeah. Aloha to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> My longest running joke with my Jewish friends, I always say, is your people would say, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. um, but yeah, so that was another thing that, that, that Nick and I definitely like butted heads on. Oh, constantly. Yeah. Even, even towards the end, even after I had gone full socialist, I come from a very conservative family and you mm-hmm. don't. No, not at no. all. So like, oh, no. I, I have, there are lit- conversations that Nick yeah. has never had at home where like, this is something that we talked about routinely with mm-hmm. my family, but also like. <laughs> The experience of going to Nick's home, where, like, your mother doesn't swear, your dad doesn't swear at home. He does, but... Not around your mother. No. She's whereas, a lady, David. Yeah, whereas my mom has been saying motherfucker in front of me since I was, like, five. Man, fuck you, son. I was gonna say, my parents <laughs> didn't curse in front of us much growing up. And every time I'd go over to your house, it would be jarring to hear adults swear to that degree, and i go... I mean, I, I cursed even then. But I was like, "Wow, this is pretty intense." Like, Whoa, guys, calm down. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Nick, has, Nick has Nick has spent some time with my folks. Yeah, I have, a, yeah. It I is. Have. It is. It is the. It is an experience. It's a family of me's. We we are yeah. all we all are very. We are all David Hart. We are all very alike. <laughs> we are all on this on this day. We are all David Hart. Part of the ship. Part of the crew, bud. Did I meet you at David's graduation party? Yes, you did. Right? Yes, yeah. that's that's a common thread of a lot of your Mary Washington friends. Most of whom, uh, I you never came down to like hang out because Mary I was trying, which I feel and felt bad about, but I also would not have been fun to hang out with until like 2016. So I, you know, I had my own shit to figure out, but I do regret it where I like, Oh, all the, most of these people are really good people. Uh, a few exceptions here and there, but that's besides the point. And like, I really enjoy hanging around them. Like right now you are, I think the, you're the fourth person we've had from the Mary Washington circle on this show. And Nick runs in, Nick, Nick, so Nick actually does run in a different crowd. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. In that circle. Oh yeah. I guess I, from like the, like, um, most of most of the shit. most of the people that we've had on the show, Colin excluded. So I guess Quinn and Miriam basically are, are friends that I made post dating Bethany. Like, okay. like you know, after starting to date Bethany, 
True. Was when I became was actually when I became friends with like Quinn and Miriam. And I remember David falling in love. <laughs> it was so it's so it, again. I didn't meet his girlfriend for a she, solid year. She didn't believe you existed. Yeah, I was she, just, she I was will, just she it. will not deny this. And by the way, I think now that she's known me longer, probably wishes she, she didn't. Probably wishes <laughs> she didn't. That's how people feel about Shane. It's okay. <laughs> So okay, describe, so Shane is your roommate, as you said. Uh, yeah. Shane is Shane is is his equivalent of you, to me. Hmm. So he's the lesser. He's like the quieter. He's quieter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, David would say more. I would be more of a pussy than David because I just try not to. I don't know. Well, I try not to start shit. You are. Uh, you thrive. You revel in it. I, I I don't think that makes you any less of a person. It's just funny that like, of the of the two of us. The, the the stacked, you know, the, yes. the, the yoked up gym guy is not the aggressor. No, the yoked up gym guy is a very, very, I hope no one gets in an argument. You because don't I drink, hate... and he does. And therein lies the crucial <laughs> the crucial piece. True. Yeah. Well, I always said my first drink would probably be out of respect and honor to David. With David, yeah. it would be that situation. I will also say Nick has, Nick saw me when I was at definitely my most aggressive while drunk. When was this? Oh, man, are you talking about the, uh... Started shit. Who was that you started shit with? Lacrosse, the men's lacrosse team. Okay. We the are past, entire men's lacrosse We are past the point of, uh, what do you call it, the statute of limitations. So, this story needs to be told. Nick, you are the, no, Nick, you're the guest of honor. Tell it from your perspective. I am quite possibly the worst person to ask about anything that happened during that five-year period. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, Why don't you two collaborate and then I, try to piece together the deets? Uh, we started drinking at Nick's ex-girlfriend's place. Um, went over, went out to a bar. I went to a different party. They went, I went to one party, Nick and then went to another party. Uh, I left the party that I was at because someone took my bottle of bourbon. So I was very angry. (laughs) (laughs) Never take away a man's whiskey. It's fucking criminal. The number of times I have straight up. I've had I've yelled at people for trying to take away my fucking Jameson. And I'm one of the few people who's lived to tell the tale. Yeah, you are. Two people. So yeah. it's already off to a rough start. Um, and I walk into this party, and I'm already in a bad mood. I am pissed off, and I want to fight! And I'm hanging out with Nick and some other folks, and I just listen to this guy. Uh, he, he's, he's trying to, he, this men's lacrosse player who's clearly trying to hook up with one of the women on the women's team. And she's, you know, really excited. They're off to a 2-0 start to their season. They've scored, they, they had a goal differential of like, plus seven. Wow, so the, the two games United States this, Women's World Cup of two games into the season, like they're you know they're on they're on they're starting hot, and he just casually says, "Yeah, but like it's not like your competition's that good." Oh, which is a weird thing to say. If you're trying to hook up with someone. Yeah, and I just sort of <laughs> leaned in and I'm like, "Listen here, you glorified high school motherfucker." <laughs> I was like, "You don't even start." I was from Fairfax. Lose the fucking cowboy boots. I would have oh. seen. See, that's where. I would have just whispered and I said, not a great move, and just gone away. Like, let him know that he clearly swung and missed. You wanted to make sure. I wanted to rub his nose in shit. Yeah, yes, you, you... You were just waiting for an excuse. I really was. <laughs> I was <laughs> just mad. Like, like, I wish someone would do literally anything. Someone took right my bourbon, and I'm mad. <laughs> and doesn't matter that you're at a place that probably has, I mean, God only knows how much bourbon... It's the principle of the matter. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's you know, mine. someone's taking away something mine. that True. is yours, you know? Yeah. 
Someone could have stolen your gum and you would have been like, this is my gum. Yeah, okay. gum I don't mind. Gum I don't pay, pay as much attention to. Bourbon, I guess, is a little bit more important than gum. Yeah. Well, you know, when, you're a, when you're a college student, you know, and $30 a week is your alcohol budget and... Create David's undergraduate hierarchy of needs. Yes. <laughs> Craig David the singer? No. No, Create David's. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Craig, Craig David. David. I was like, like the guy did seven days? Maslow's hierarchy, Maslow's, yeah. Hi- yeah. hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Okay. Food. Liquor. Shout out to Lupe. This is good. You beat me to it. Sorry. Okay, this is another thing. I was saying this. we helped Colin move, move out yesterday. of his apartment yesterday. And one of the things I said to David was... He had brought this up, and he's right. I have to actively work on not making every goddamn thing a reference to a song or an album or something. Jack became the embodiment of that meme about it's been so it's been such and such amount of time since I told someone about something. That kid, that kid in class with a huge vein on his forehead, and he's right. No, again, if I disagreed with you, I'd say it. But you're a hundred percent right. I just there's something in me where I go, I need to be funny and and cute about this. People will, and usually it's to you because I know you're the only one that gets my rap references. Mm-hmm. So I end up doing this thing where I'm just burying myself in sand as I try to make an obscure rap reference. This is true. But to continue, to, to finish the story, so I've verbally berated this lacrosse player, not realizing that this was a house pretty much full of lacrosse players. Yes. So clearly you'd already made it through a good amount of the bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because your, your judgment you, wasn't up. When you're in a house of lacrosse players, it's pretty fucking obvious. It was Nick Ryan's house. So it wasn't. Oh, no, okay. It that's a little bit different. It yeah, wasn't. No, obvious. that's different. That's so then, what happens after that? Basically, it's like, you got a fucking problem, bro? And then that's... Bro? I was going to say, that's when, like lacrosse that's when all of the lacrosse players just sort of like squatted up like a, like a vault, like a called a Voltron. <laughs> What's up, bro? What, bro? What's up, bro? Take a swing, bro. Right here, bro. Hey, one of our bros is being dissed. Pretty much, yeah. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to leave. By this 6'2 gangly guy. Like, this is our biggest threat right now. Just hear 30 people refraining, we got beef, bro. And then you're like, oh, I should <laughs> beef leave. Beef, bro, beef, bro, beef, bro. So, yeah, you survived so the night. Okay. You, you realized, you, you still Never had the went cogn- back to that house. Still had the cognizance to go, this is not a good situation. I had to, I, someone had to tap me on the shoulder and be like, hey man, you just pissed off like Everyone. half the house. Yes. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to leave now. See, and unlike, you know, what would normally happen when David would piss off an entire house, it was a good idea for him to leave. Normally, everyone just kind of accepts it and moves on yeah, from no, whatever that's statement how it, it happens was. with David. You just go, all right. Like, oh, you can't be mad at the, you can't be happy with the fire for cooking your food and then mad when it burns your finger. That's you're not that's, wrong, Walter. You're, you're just, just an asshole. And then you survive to tell the tale, which yes. is an important thing. Amazing. Also, here's the important question follow up. Do we think that lacrosse player hooked up with the soccer player? No. Okay. Probably because he said something really stupid. Oh boys, do I have a story for you? I'm I'm eager. So a uh, good friend of mine, Wes, his fiance Emily is a U of R graduate and they had their big reunion their five year reunion for her graduating class. Like mm-hmm. Uh, either last weekend or the weekend before. And Wesley does not like these people. So we... It's like me and my high school reunions. Yes. I know, I like, I, I go to see like two or three people. I could not have known how bad this was going to be. Oh. So, you know, Shane and I are just out drinking and we're like, Wes is down in Shaco Bottom, which for those of you who are from Richmond, just don't. If you're ever drinking on a weekend, it's... Just don't. Just don't. There's an Irish bar called Sine down there and it's... It's like the fuckboy palace of Richmond. Um, S- uh, yeah, Sine, Sine and 
the bar scene in Chaco Bottom, as I've come to understand it, is like is to Richmond what Clarendon is to Arlington. Yep. Yeah. Having gone out in Clarendon once or twice, that's yep. exactly what it is. Yep. Except this time, it's full of U of R kids. So they have actual money. Whose average net worth is probably that of a third world country. Oh, that that uh, school's in, that school's campus is absurd. It's oh, it is. They have they have a ropes course. They have a golf course. They have a, and a disc golf course. More yeah, two separate golf courses. <laughs> two separate courses. That's absurd. It's class segregated golf courses. <laughs> no, it's the poorest. No, 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 no. It's drug segregated <laughs> golf courses. Throw some rubber around you, fucking plebs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at them over there on the disc golf course. Oh, no, yeah. No. You see, it's weed for the disc golf course. It's cocaine for the golf course. Ah, that makes sense. Oh, I cannot imagine a worse drug to play golf with. <laughs> Such a slow sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just take a. Take a, take a little bump right as, you're gonna, right as you're about to tee off. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Anyway, now that we've talked about cocaine, let's... How's this... Oh, so, yeah, so. Boom! So we're sitting outside. I've just taken my, like, preparatory shot of Jameson and grabbed myself. Because apparently the one fucking bar in Richmond that doesn't carry PBR is Sine, which is abhorrent to me. Unsurprising. It's... As a non-drinker, can what, what makes it sort of PBR is like the it's colloquially the city called drink. the people's beer of Richmond. Yeah, okay. it's it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. It's you know, it tastes like home. Um, and this this fucking guy just like comes up to me, sits down, and he starts just very openly wondering why girls don't like him. And I, I was feeling generous. I was like. I was like, I don't know, man. He was like, yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not, like, liberal enough. And I was like, oh, this is not downhill this very is already. This is, yeah. you're opening a discussion about why girls don't like you yeah. and then immediately going into politics. Like, this is yeah. a bad O for two. Like, just a bad O for two. He's like, maybe I should be from Connecticut. I was like, I don't, uh, I just, and then he went and he was like, I'm even pro-abortion. I was like, did you mean pro-choice? He's like, no, definitely pro-abortion. I was like... <laughs> Oh, sick, dude. And he's like, yeah, but only if they're white babies. Like, that's that's the only time I'm cool with it. Preach, brother. And I was like, All right, this is probably the biggest foot-and-mouth attempt at being woke I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> that's not even foot-and-mouth. That's just like... Swallowed up to the knee. That's just, blown, that's, just, that's just the leg has been blown off by an IED. And... My reaction is my reaction to hearing it is what your reaction must have been. I would have just I would have just kept asking him to go on. I'll be completely honest with I you. I kind of did, but at the same time, it wasn't words. I was just like, so what? What? Uh, and then you just keep going. these leaps are so weird too. It's like I don't know why girls like me. Maybe don't it's because like, I'm don't, not don't like him. Maybe because I'm not liberal enough. Okay, that's already a weird joke. Maybe I should be from Connecticut. Maybe I should be from Connecticut. I don't. I'm already pro-abortion, not pro-choice. Pro-abortion. Like it's gone from California. To Iowa, to Florida, to Connecticut, like, in the terms of jumping the logic train. I, I, He was fairly coherent. He might have just been coked out and very drunk. He was definitely caked out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it had to have been to have that sort of mindset. I legitimately wanted to yeet myself off of a bridge after that conversation. <laughs> it was... Which would have sucked, because then you wouldn't be here for the show. There's plenty of bridges yeah. in Richmond. Yes. Yeah, and they're not that high off the water, so I wouldn't... Okay, so you would have just... You would have got enough to, like, I need to take the myself... The question is, how deep is, how deep is the river? And you gotta think, if you do it from more than like 100 feet up, that could kill you. Could. Yeah. Uh, Water. Harder than cement at that point. Oh, yeah, and viscosity, but. Yeah. I can't now, if you played a Grand Theft Auto game, the water is usually the safe haven for if you're flying from a distance and you don't have a parachute. Just jump out of, jump out of the helicopter. Jump out of the helicopter and just land in the, land in the river and you'll be fine. Oh, shit, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good meme. Yeah. <laughs> 
great name. Oh, shit. So, Here we go, how dude. did that conversation end with uh, Koki McPherson? I think I told him to go away. With Koki Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Koki Roberts. Oh. That's better. Um, so, you, you literally... I would not have been able to muster the courage to tell him to go away. Even... I, at that point, like, all of my patience and goodwill had been... Th- I had never seen someone run through my patience and goodwill that quickly. You really. seem to have a good amount of it. I generally like to think of myself as a patient human being. Uh, but, man, I, I mean... To say that I gave him an inch and he took a mile would be understating it in a way that... You usually can't understate things that much. You... Barely, re- you barely replied to him. He was, cl- you were clearly just the vic- You were the victim of circumstance. He was going to, he was going to, yeah, he was going to do that to whoever talks to him. He was a Jehovah's Witness, and I opened the door. Yes, I thought I, before you <laughs> oh, said, I, before you, I realized that was a metaphor. I thought you were saying he was literally a Jehovah's Witness. I was like, God, this story keeps taking fucking weirder turns. Oh God, no. I mean, maybe. Who knows? So, I feel like if you thought I would get him laid, he would probably do it. Would though. explain a lot of the self-loathing. Yeah. I was, you don't need religion to hate yourself. <laughs> it just helps. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it just gives it just gives you a language for it. But you know me, I have long hated myself, whether justified or not, and I have never had the urge to go to strangers in a bar and say, I don't know why people don't like me. Maybe it's because I'm not a perfect maybe it's just because I'm so awesome. You know what I mean? That's never struck my mind to be like, these people want to hear about my loathing and depressed ways. I've done that with friends, but not with strangers. Just just when he, when he went, I was like, you mean pro-choice, right? And he was like, no, dude. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the worst part is, like, I walked away from that conversation. I was like, this guy definitely fucking votes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He fucking votes. But he's going to vote for how he's going to vote for Howard Schultz. What a weird, what does he vote no, for? Because I, he's pro-abortion, not even pro-choice. That makes him very liberal. If you're specifically pro, if you're specifically pro-abortion. No, that, that's... I don't think that was a genuine opinion of his. Yeah. Oh, true, okay. I so, also, yeah. that, uh, okay, so he's, we're also, we, we are now wading into ethical waters. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're wading into... You know what? Yeah, this is a tide, I can see, I can see the, the, ch- the snapping at turtles out in the river. Let's, let's, let's go we'll back to back land. In. The safety of sand, the safety of the land. Uh, uh... Uh, as we as we teeter these waters of hostility, you're yeah. you're doing a great Jeff Goldblum impression there. Uh, oh, oh, man, oh, that's good. Oh, yes, yes, I, I was. Mm, oh, yes. I, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. It always sounds like someone's like giving him a gentle massage. <laughs> when he was on Conan's podcast, and we talked about because we loved that episode, and we talked about it. Conan just described it as it's always a weird sensual energy with Jeff Goldblum. I mean, and that is such an accurate description of Jeff Goldblum. He's, he will forever, to me, be the pull-out king. He has kids now. Well, I guess he's not the pull-out king anymore. <laughs> he, he relinquished the crown. Longest-running Vatican roulette champion. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never heard Vatican roulette for that, but that is, uh, okay. I think that might have been a term you introduced to me. I think so. Really? Yeah. No, that sounds like... That sounds like something you would yeah. throw in my general direction. What is the best thing you have picked up from your years of friendship with David Hart? And conversely, David, what's the best thing you've picked up from your years of friendship with Nick Livingston? The best thing I've picked up... Wow, I was assuming a quicker answer would be... So the best thing for Nick... The best thing I've picked up from Nick is... It, it's it's two, two specific things. It's an appreciation for eating and drinking local. Nick is one of the people who really introduced me to to, to craft beer and, okay. and and 
You look like the like process kind of thereof. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. And yeah. the other one is an appreciation for good cartoons. Ooh, yeah, we do. We do love some cartoons. I'm assuming Adult Swim cartoons and the whatnot. Adult Swim, Adventure Time, Adventure Time, which. You know, I just finally watched the series finale of that probably yeah. two weeks ago, and yeah. if you haven't gotten a chance to do it, holy shit. Like, after the disappointment that was the Game of Thrones series finale, yeah. getting to have something that that tightly and, like, perfectly satisfyingly wrapped up all of the disparate, like, story threads in that show. Mm-hmm. And, it's, uh, and it's been going on for, it's a ten-year-old show. Yeah, not gonna lie, I got, got a little... Got a little misty, Got a little misty. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. I did the same thing to Avatar. It was a... Avatar was a phenomenal show. Yeah. I never finished it. Oh, you Maybe should. I for, know, I know. It's a... I I was considering, because my sister has all the DVDs, because I don't have the Nick option, because our cable thing's fucked up, but mm-hmm. I want to... Oh, just, Bethany owns it. Oh, yeah. Um, she bought it on Google. I, I just want to rewatch them, because my sister had referenced the episode where they go through the Grand Canyon, or the, the Canyon... Mm-hmm. To me, the other week about and how the fans generally didn't like that episode, but I love the twist ending that Aang just fucking lied just to get him to shut up. I was like, "That's a great development on a kid show for a pacifist character." He lied so that these bitching tribes would just shut up to each other. I appreciate that type of nuance in a kid show. That's. I'm not saying like I enjoy when people lie. I just like I like the fact that that show. Mitch McConnell also probably really liked that ending. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I'm not listen. <laughs> I am no, I am no Mitch McConnell. I you just can't am, see it, but his head is bobbing back and forth like a turtle. I have, I have very little jowl movement right now. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> your eyes aren't nearly as sunken as Mitch's are. No, I mean, otherwise dead me or dead yeah. inside. I feel dead inside at times. So that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's that that is that's a Catholic's guilt self loathing. He narrowly whatever. escaped being Trump's bottom. Lindsey Graham happily took that position. Is is is. Being dead inside, is it a signifier of being a millennial, or is it a signifier of being a former religious? Hmm. That's a good... Wow, that's another deep dead question. Inside. I think you can be dead inside. I think it can, because I, I think, it, I think it's People both. have been dead inside for a long time. I think it's yeah. both. Yeah, I, I think, religi- to your point, religion might not help in that case, but you can be dead inside without any type of religious upbringing. I think the shared set of circumstances that millennials have that kind of lead us towards those, like, yeah. absurdist humor and nihilistic tendencies, I think that's... Maybe not something new, but something that hasn't been seen in this country in a while. We we all came of age. Me more than the two of you, but I came I came yeah, of age shit. into financial failure. Yeah, like, like you know, I I was in AmeriCorps, and I was still without parents. So like, I was I was I was financially fine, mm. but like seeing people who I knew who lost a lot. You know, young people who who are still trying to dig themselves out financially from. Aren't we all kind of still yeah. digging ourselves out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess and it's not digging ourselves out, really. Nope. We just kind of started there. We're like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. To, to quote Drake, we started from the bottom. Now we just need to get to the point where we can say, now we're here. We're still at the start from the bottom. Part. They don't specify that here is not still the bottom. True. Yeah. Actually, Drake never specified the bottom. The the now we here could be a. Could be a slight five feet above. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. If it's Drake, we know that now we're uh, now we here is a Jamaican dance hall in Queens where uh, they're having an underage night because that's. All right, you're not a fan of Drake, though. No, not really. Not so, really a fan either. I don't know. Yeah, no, I really a, spoke to I, me. I, 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 well, I enjoy Drake. I can't speak to like the best part on his best album, "Take Care," on the best song, "Lord Knows," which is a hot Just Blaze track. 
The first line is about going through a woman's purse to go through her cell phone. And this girl right here, who knows what she knows, so I'm going through a phone. If she go to the bathroom and a purse right there, I don't trust these hoes at all. That's, a Drake, that's, a, that's Drake's version of a hard line. I was like, you know what? I respect that. Drake's honest to who he is. <laughs> I think it's balls to say on the I mean, hard song. I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's gonna take a Canadian rapper seriously coming out like I'm gonna kill you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I think I'm, there's an interesting inverse relationship between Drake getting like incredibly buff and him becoming lyrically softer than a teddy bear. A buff? I think you mean stuffed. Stuffed? Is he also, stuffed? Also, no, he went to Doctor Miami. Is he Miami. Totino's pizza no, roll? He went, he went to Doctor Miami. Also, by the is, way, is is the urban legend when you said the Canadian rapper that people can't take seriously? You're of course forgetting about Snow, the Immaculate Snow. A licky twelve boom. inches of snow. A licky boom boom down, indeed. Oh, you don't remember? Yeah, you don't remember? No, that's that. That is. You were barely alive. I, I was no, it's ninety three. By the technicality of it, I was barely alive. I'm just saying that that was the only Canadian rapper that came to my head besides Drake. Can you name another Canadian rapper? Classified, Mocha only, uh, Cardinal official. Um, he's he's like dance hall though, more than he's rap. From Toronto, but he's dance hall. He's still from mm-hmm. Toronto, but he's not a rapper. Is my point. I said, how many rappers do you I name from so Toronto? Class- you name someone who wasn't a rapper, classified and then no. classified Mocha only. It's like saying, okay, Brian Adams. He's not a rapper, but he's a singer. He's from Canada. That's your point. Jim Carrey. God damn it! I hate both of you. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Welcome to the resistance. Jim Carrey. Anti-fast. Jim Carrey. Anti-fast icon. Jim Carrey was on the Busta Rhymes version of the Grinch song. Or, all right, we're gonna that's count. A, it. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's a oh, that's a deep pull from your boy. That's a. It's a deep pull. That is a reference. I, I think I used that on the Christmas episode we had on a very brief like undercut. This is a flip mode squad Jim Carrey collabo. Speaking of Christmas songs, what uh, I went and saw Bethany's dance company's spring showing, and they did a teen hip hop dance to a Bonk Wee Wee song, and I was just. Wow. A, bu- a what? Bonk Wee Wee. I'm on the I'm character sure. from Mad TV. Ah, okay. That's interesting. I I was biting my hand to keep myself from laughing. Who comes up with that? I had a bruise on my hand for a solid like four How days. do you come up with that? That's just amazing. Bet they had to slap me on the shoulder several times and be like, someone might think you're laughing at a kid. Yeah. You would be. Yeah, no, I was, yeah. the, I was laughing at the song. I was not laughing at any of the. You'd kids. be laughing at the kids doing a dance to the song. Yes, but the kids aren't. The kids don't get to choose the music. Also, by the way, I mean, are kids above laughter now? This is part of that generation we, of everyone we... participation trophies. Kids can be laughing. That was actually a thing that I had a beef I had with my father this morning on Father's Day. Yes. What? A, what yeah, a tell day. us about this Father's Day beef. Yeah. Um, because only David Hart could get in an argument with his father on a Father's Day call. See, it would almost be like the lacrosse story if he had walked into his house. <laughs> <laughs> and just started shit-talking his own father, yes. You don't? Listen here, you fucking piece of shit. Chirping <laughs> him. Gotta chirp pops. Yeah. No, but so that... It, Sweater vest. It went back to the Women's World Cup, which... Uh, yes, yeah. which we will get into. Let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about it a little, because shout out to uh, Emily, my sister's fiance, who mm-hmm. A, listens to the show, and, yeah. has, and has asked us to talk about it, and, and we will be more than happy to do it. I'm glad to talk about it. Um, yeah, David knows more about soccer than Nick or myself, so... I mean, I think, based off of what I've seen so far in pool play, um, Italy's gonna be a good team for the maybe maybe not for this maybe not for this tournament but i think in the next one they're gonna be good i think the final four comes down to australia the u.s england and uh i think norway 
you know, they're missing Norway. Still, Norway is still missing. Oh no, France instead of Norway. Yeah. So England, France, Australia, and the United States. He said England, France, and I had to bite my tongue to not say I see London, I see France. Again, I'm I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm, I'm trying so hard. Unless we forget, the primary motivation is not victory this time for the U.S. national team. I mean, it is victory, but it's victory because... Via a fucking pay, pay raise. Right. Yes, which they sorely deserve. Right. Which could be the most American thing you could do. Literally stopping we're, we're playing. We're playing to make more money? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, which but is fine. We're they, recording this. They, they, deserve, have, they deserve to. They have. They, they actually do because they, they are money movers. So they do. Yeah. Um, the, the USA beat Chile as we're recording this. They just beat them 3 nothing. So. Okay. okay, so the score didn't move. That's yeah, the score didn't move that, from when we were watching. The... That Chilean keeper, I saw it. Made like four or five. five. From what I saw, made some solid saves, really good positioning, not a lot of like outstanding athleticism. Doesn't need to like, you know, didn't have to like make up space. Not a Tim Howard type of Really, really stretch. Um, She might. I've never seen her. I've not not seen her play. So, you know, really good positioning, uh, really good hands. There wasn't a whole lot of bounce on the ball once it got into her. She caught it. Yeah. Not not much for Mm. a rebound, which is, you know, a really good thing when you've got. a team that's got a distinct height disadvantage. The U.S. is just anybody from like Central South America. The U.S. is just going to be taller than. Just by yes, we are. We're like middle of the pack, oddly enough, and like in height, height for the yeah. for the women's team. No, in the world, I meant. Yeah, in the world. Yeah, we're like or not in the middle pack, we're like in the fifties. But as far as like the women's in, in, in the women's World Cup, the U.S. is one of the taller teams. So speaking of sports, Nick, you are a, this is a sports ball segment, I suppose. Nick, you're sports a, ball. You are a sports fan. I am a fan of a few sports. What, what would be your sports of choice? Uh, well, NFL football is my child, uh, purely because of a fantasy league that I'm in with a bunch of people from Fredericksburg. You are a Panthers fan. If I, I am a career. huge Panthers fan. That is, I mean, they've they've had a good run for. I'd say the last few years. I know. Oh, yeah, I mean we. I mean we've definitely had bad seasons, but uh, you know, beats being a skins fan. Oh yeah, thank God. I'm not, no one in this room has yeah. ever been a skins fan, so that is a yeah. gratitude that I, I I hold. I'm specifically a Ravens fan because I dislike the Redskins so much. <laughs> you picked your team out of spite. Out of spite, which is weird with my new philosophy on sports to not hate. But yes, my liking of my football team was bred purely out of spite. Um, but it's transformed into something much more wholesome. Y- yes, now it is. I can enjoy sports balls for what they are. Uh, and are you a basketball fan? Gotta say, I don't really watch a lot of uh, NBA basketball. I'll watch the tournament when I can. Um, playoff sports, I'll always enjoy watching. Sure. Um, did, we did. Did you watch the Stanley Cup? No. Uh, so working in a bar. That doesn't have TV. We do have two TVs. Oh, you have two TVs. Um, but don't really get the opportunity to watch sports, sure. even if they're on. You watch as people watch the sports. Yeah. Uh, and the way we staff our place, we're all just like running around like chickens with our head cut off the entire time. So, uh, David, what was your opinion on Game 7 since we've recorded in Game 7? Um, and it was not a great game. It wasn't. It was over, it was over pretty early. Like, you got a sense that 2 yeah. nothing in the first period. Yeah, you, felt, you, you sensed the inevitability. Yeah. Caps could have blown that lead. <laughs> that, would, they that would have been very, a very caps move. Very well, <laughs> yeah. a very caps move had it been yes. Caps could have blown that lead. Spurs could have blown that lead. Uh, how yeah. how Tottenham finish their season? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, uh, they didn't win the Champions League. Uh, to basketball, really quickly. Kevin Durant did come back, and then Kevin Durant got hurt in Game Five. Yes. We recorded game. Yes, he. We recorded the morning 
the afternoon, excuse me. No, the evening, in fact. Yeah. I was wrong twice. Yeah. The evening of game five. Kevin Durant came back heroically, played well, and then a non-contact injury. He completely ruptured his Achilles, and he will be out for at, at least, least next year. At least Realistically, year. he's never going to be the same again. Yeah. Uh, it's sad. And then game six, Clay Thompson got hurt, and the Warriors lost. But Clay Thompson tore his ACL. Yes, uh, which uh, which means he's also out for at least a year. Uh, he, you know what, ACLs aren't a, a, as serious anymore. He'll be out until like April, March or April, but okay. it's still a long time. So, congrats to the Toronto Raptors and the aforementioned Drake. Uh, I suppose deserves a shout out for the Raptors winning their first NBA title. I have a I problem. Don't see the, the correlation there. I have a problem with the Canadian team winning the National Basketball Association trophy because this is America, damn it. And yeah, but as we discussed, they now get. Detroit Lions. That's true. That should be the deal. Is what? that we discussed on the podcast that? Oh, I missed this. Should Toronto win, they're entitled to an NFL team. I agree. And I, 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 oh, I'll, I'll bite on that. Yeah. I, I volunteered the Detroit Lions because I mean because no one's gonna miss them. I, I, like Detroit's already kind of just sad about the. I mean they're getting better, but <laughs> the like, Packers will miss them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're still gonna play them. It's yeah. just they're no longer gonna be in Detroit. Okay. They're gonna so be. In Canada. They just have to get a passport. Okay. For they, they just have to go to Canada. All right, uh, so by the way, segment, we started last time in the corrections department. We had a couple points to make um, to the NBA Finals. Last week, I had said that it had been 34 straight years that a teammate of Shaq's had been in the Finals. Mm-hmm. It's actually 36. I said the correct year it started and then just did the quick maths. Quick maths. I did them wrong. So it's 36 years. Um, I went to the Chicago Museum of Science and Industry, not whatever bullshit I said, and looked up Tom Cruise's age and height. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is going to be 57 in mm-hmm. three weeks. Wow. Yeah, I know. But he, remember, he started in Top Gun in 85, 84. That's crazy. He doesn't look much different. That's a Scientology for you. They got that's that special. Like, that's Botox for you. That, Got to get them Thetans. Alleged, allegedly. We don't want to disperse anyone's name. Got to get that baby placenta. And What's the fun if you can't disparage someone's name? By the way, the official height of Tom Cruise, and this seems a little... Listed. 5'7". No, nope. that's oh, that's just what he put on his Tinder profile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which he is single. Yes, true. Do you think Scientologists have their own version of Tinder? Oh my God, that is a great that that might be the best question ever posed on this podcast. I don't know. What would it be called? I'm asking the two funnier people in the room who can think of a clever name. Oh God, come back to me. Okay. Yeah, we'll get. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll have one by the end of the show. They didn't. But anyway, we need to get to we need to get to the games. Yes, for Nick. We have two. So we have two game like segments for Nick. One is a question that David needs posed, and we need answered. And it's a question that Katie Nolan had posed to Jalen Rose. Well, she posed it to a panel of people. Right, Jaylen but Rose's she ran with the Jalen Rose. Right, um, right. You're committing a crime with, un- with one athlete. Who is it? What is the crime? And why? Committing a crime with any athlete. Any athlete. For reference, Jalen Rose immediately responded, Draymond Green... He's from Detroit, armed robbery. Right. And it was... He's professional. He, he in, out, no prints. I'm a pacifist, so there's going to be no violence. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's another reason you and David had a contentious relationship at time, being a pacifist. Oh, only if I come to... Uh, I'm not... Here's the thing. I'm, I'm not a verbal pacifist. <laughs> I've never... I've, I, think, I, I think I've only ever been in one fist fight. Yeah, I've been in... One I would consider a fist fight, and I've told this story. It doesn't even qualify, really, as a fight. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing, too. It's the one that I had... Doesn't really even count. The guy yeah. hit me once. I am a verbal pacifist, though, so that's a, that's a difference. But one athlete, and I'm, you're probably thinking football player. I, there's one answer that came to mind that I hope you don't say. But it's, there's a couple there. If there, there's a lot of NFL players you shouldn't 
Ray, well, to go to the Panthers, Ray Carruth. <laughs> 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 we know he's capable. <laughs> and he's out of prison, so, I mean, you, you can probably call him up. Oh, yeah, and then who was it? We had, a, we had someone on the, I think it was someone on our O-line, like, beat the shit out of his wife, and then, of course, you know, Jerry World picked him right up immediately after. Greg Hardy. Yeah, it was Greg Hardy. That's ah, right. right. Yes, yes. So definitely not Greg Hardy. Yeah. Um, he'd be too qualified. He'd be overqualified. David, this is a really good question. This is a really good we question. We stumped him, man. A lot of... We haven't even gotten to the stump there, there, There's a lot them. here. All right, so uh, I guess just for the sake of saying it. Oh, my God, yeah. So Cam Newton's fucking crazy. Like, I love him as a player, but he's fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would love to smoke Cam Newton out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's a crime. A, that's, that's a crime. It's a crime. It's technically. technically. I, would, I would just sit back and listen. I'd, I'd... While he has a fedora and his bleached blonde goatee, yeah. I think you're confusing him with, with Antonio. Uh, no, 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 he's done that before. No, Kim Newton's dyed his hair. Kim Newton's oh, dyed yeah. his hair and his facial hair. He's he's, he's, he's gone full. Crazy's enabled slur. We don't say it, but full uh, odd. He's he's fully out there. Yes, he's an out there person. Yeah, he's out there. Uh, would you try to match his fashion style while you were doing this with him, or I don't would you think just anyone can match it? Mm, that's uh, true. Don Cherry, and that's not a statement on quality. Uh, yeah, that is. A, that's just saying that. That's a statement on quantity, if anything. You'd so, never catch me dead wearing a fedora. He's a risk taker. I, if I gave you a dollar bill right now, you wouldn't wear a fedora. Uh, that is correct. Okay. What about two dollars? Are we just going to start a bidding war? <laughs> we have all day. Uh, <laughs> that's man. Follow-up question quickly. How much money would it take for you to wear a fedora for, for like, a day out on the a, town? A whole day yeah. out on the town. Yeah. In Richmond, where you could blend in. It's a good fedora. What do you mean, blend in? It's a nice fedora. No I, one wears fedoras in Richmond. What do you guys think that city is? I'm, I'm confusing. I, I'm mixing with Charlottesville and the hipster kind of vibe. Richmond got, is more got, hipster. We got uh, hipsters, but they're... they're we not. also have, like, a crust punk legacy yes, in Richmond that keeps us from, okay. from adopting... So, to answer my that. question, it sounds like I would have to pay you a significant sum of money to wear a fedora all day around Richmond. Yeah, I just wouldn't do it. Okay. I mean, it's, not a, it's a pride issue. That's fair. More than, more than, more than money. Yeah. All right. So, Jack, who are you going to commit a crime with and why? Oh, uh, God, it's a good question. Well, I would have to be someone who has a convicted past, I would think. Because you want someone who is... You don't, want, cons- a, you don't want a green uh, criminal. No, I, you don't. Because I know me, you know me. I know nothing about criminal lifestyle other than mm-hmm. the video games I play and the movies I watch. Uh, or the music I listen to, I should say. That is a great question, David. What athlete would I commit a crime with? Well, is Waka Flocka Flame an athlete? You know, in the no. sense of... He, no. He's not technically an athlete, but he is, I think, a criminal? Oh, Actually, he, no. I, he did move weight. Yes. If he moved... Yeah, that's being a criminal, I guess. He's a low-end criminal, but... Okay. How about this? I'll combine. I'll do, I'll say Shaq. Okay. Because Shaq is a police officer, and so therefore he could get me off the hook for any potential charges and be a corrupt police officer. This is an obsession for him, isn't it? You're not wrong, but this is also just me thinking ahead. I just want also because Shaq's in my eyesight right now, so it was hard to avoid Shaq. It's hard to look around this room and not see Shaq because I like. Oh no, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it's there, there, there. There. There's four places. And I have so three stars in a Shaq jersey hanging up somewhere. Oh, there's three Shaq jerseys in my closet. So do you have a lock of his hair somewhere? Uh, he's Shaq's bald. never had hair. Shaq's had hair. He's but had like, hair. He's had hair. <laughs> but no, I don't. Someone beat me on the eBay bidding. I'm still having gotten over. trimmings or something? Anyway, David, athlete you would commit a crime with. And why? So the athlete I'm committing a crime with... I'm thinking for you a hockey player. 
Tom Wilson. No. Can you no. imagine Tom Wilson just body checking some old lady carrying groceries? I I don't. That's just fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that's just unnecessary. <laughs> that's um, gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> Not for him. Offside. Uh, no, if I am committing a crime with an athlete, it is uh, money laundering and it is Diego Maradona. Wow, that's smart. He lives. <laughs> he, he has a house off of the island. He's. Well, the, the legend is that. Napoli, the Italian club that Diego Maradona p- played for. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Uh, yeah. The bank, like the regional bank in Napoli, was robbed like a week before Diego's transfer was announced. Hmm. I hmm. feel that you've overlooked something mm-hmm. here. Uh, okay. You could have gone to that lacrosse house with Ovi and just gotten <laughs> a shit ton of assault and battery charges. <laughs> And then who's gonna press it? Comedy comes in threes, everyone. It's Obi. No one's gonna, no one's gonna like press charges against Obi for that. I mean, built-in immunity. That's yeah. true. So that's, that's true. Ah, uh, true. You can get your revenge all these years later. You're like, it's the kill. Okay. It's kill Bill. I'm fine. I don't need revenge. <laughs> kill Bill. I'm getting revenge on all the lacrosse boys that slightly irked me that night oh, and who took the my bourbon. The one slightly irked, irked me. me, and the other one who took my bourbon. And maybe it was the same guy. All right, Nick, wouldn't that be poetic? We have one game left. All right. It's a segment that we started last week again called Stump the Slob. Named after David. Don't take offense to it. Now, what we're going to do... I, is Nick is sitting here in a, a tank top a tank and drawstring shorts. Nice, he doesn't work in my car. Um, so, I don't know if that makes a point. You are a Carolina Panthers fan. This is true. So what we want to know is, can you name all of the players that Tom Brady has thrown a touchdown to in his Super Bowl history? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, fuck. You guys picked this one. Oh, you guys are fucking assholes. Dude, wait, wait, I have another one. I just wanted to, I'm sorry. I, I hate so much. That was David's idea. I knew that that was going to be your response. So fucking much. God damn. Nick is going to need a moment to calm down. Okay. Here's here's the actual one. Bring the devil out of me. Jesus. You are a Carolina Panthers fan. Can you name in their history, by yardage, the top five quarterbacks for yardage thrown in their history? Oh, let's see. Franchise didn't start until 95, so we've only got 24 years of QBs. Right. Um, Let's see, there's Jake the Raging Cajun DeLone. Yep, he is number two. Yeah, so he took us to the Super Bowl. A fantastic Super Bowl, by the way. I mean, it was terrible for the first half, and like... Well, then the last minute of the first half and the second half was some of the best football I've ever seen. It was that did that. It was. He, well, remember, your kicker... <laughs> your kicker, with like a minute left, kicked it out of bounds, so the Patriots started on their own 40, so the, yeah. they were kind of screwed. Uh, let's see. I didn't really start watching a whole lot of football uh, until the Cam Newton era. Okay, so this might not... Yeah, I would assume he... Well, He's definitely first in combined TDs and run and rush yards. He is number one in yardage as well. Yeah. Number three, I've never heard of. Vinny Chesterverde? No, although Kerry he's number two. Kerry Collins, number four on the list. That's impressive. That's an impressive pull. I forgot he played for the Pan. I think he played in their that, that team that went to the NFC title game in their mm-hmm. second year of existence. Yeah. So there's two more. I've never heard of number three. Number five might I think it might ring a bell to you and you might go, Jesus, him? Because he was on Jason the Campbell. No, he was a he was a. Uh, did he play on the Panthers? I'm pretty sure Campbell played yeah. on the Panthers. Okay, he might have been a backup. Yeah, he was not on this list. I don't even know who our '90s QB was or our first hmm. starting QB was. 
Early 2000s, maybe. When the team was really bad, before DeLome. Stumped. Does, okay, so number three, I've never heard of this gentleman. Steve Berlin. Never heard of him. He must have been one of those 90s quarterbacks. Must have been. Number five, Chris Winky. Do you remember Chris Winky? Winky? Winky. Oh, yes, that's his actual last that's name. That's Adrian used to call Dangus's. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought it was when he said old, Winky. Our old roommate. Like, winky. Our old, our old very lesbian roommate <laughs> referred to penises as Winkies. That's not the worst nickname I've ever heard for a penis, but it's not the best. I prefer Dingle. You see, but Dingle makes me think of Dingleberries. Yeah. Can we end on... Um, you know, we're going to end gonna the show. We're going to end on Dingleberries. Okay, I was going to ask if we could end on literally anything besides that. No, we're ending on Dingleberries. Thank uh, you for... Dingleberries it is. Okay. Thank you for tuning in, ladies Well, this is the worst ending in the history of the show. Dingles for Pringles, doggy. <laughs> that is the worst ending to the show we've ever had. Yeehaw. Or, as you might be saying, Now I slam it, what? jam it, oh. and make sure